Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. Joe Biden signed the COVID relief bill into law. With the speed of our current United States Postal Service, all eligible Americans will receive their stimulus checks by the time Tiffany Trump is sworn in as president in 2045. (laughs) During his primetime speech, Biden said we could be ready to have cookouts on July 4th, where the worst serious health risk would be cirrhosis of the liver. Veterinarians may be eligible to administer the COVID vaccine. I would like to see them administer the vaccine to anti-maskers, only instead of the vaccine, they give them the stuff they use to euthanize old, sick animals. It would make sense as the same people who, since Biden was sworn in, tell all of us to wake up are at that age where they are more liable to fall asleep in front of the television. (laughs) Missouri Senator Roy Blunt is the latest senator to announce he's not seeking re-election. Five senators all of them Republicans. I imagine if your seatmate is Josh Hawley, 
who looks like his only experience with Mr. Potato Head is using his needle dick to try to fuck the holes, that gives you the impetus to step down. Recently, it was revealed that at a shiva, Donald Trump showed a photo of a naked woman on a yacht to one of the attendees. To be fair, he did ask Trump, do you have any pictures of your wife? (laughs) The Baltimore Orioles will allow up to 11,000 people to attend their games this season. The joke's on them. 11,000 people didn't want to go to an Orioles game before the pandemic. (laughs) Prince Harry is disturbed by the allegations of racism lobbed at the British royal family. Let me go over this again. Someone who once dressed up as a Nazi at a party and referred to a Pakistani service member as Paki is disturbed by racism? That's like someone coming back from storming the Capitol and being mad at his kid because he's left his coat on the floor. The royal family is actually very relatable, as most families have that one relative who likes to tell jokes using the N-word at family gatherings. It's a bit disingenuous for the British royal family to deny allegations of racism because that was pretty much the basis on which most of their colonial history was founded. Oh, Philip, look, another land filled with brown savages we need to tame. (laughs) You'll never find Americans surprised by racism. 74 million people voted for Trump. When you accuse the American power structure of being racist, Americans will go, hell yeah, we are. The racism allegation was revealed during an interview with Oprah Winfrey, or as the royal family calls it, the motive for Operation Diana (laughs) 2.0. The royal family say they will deal with this issue privately. At least it will be private until we hear about Meghan Markle's freak death in a scooter accident. (laughs) Eric Chauvin, the police officer charged with murdering George Floyd, is going on trial. Even though he's been remanded to prison, like a police officer, he's still taking seriously his oath to serve and to protect his ass from taking multiple dicks at once. Andrew Cuomo is being recommended for impeachment by the New York State Legislature. He was quoted as saying, can you please go back to talking about how I killed a bunch of old people? (laughs) Andrew Cuomo's wife, Carrie Kennedy, reportedly used to sleep in a locked bathroom toward the end of her marriage to Cuomo. That shocked me. Usually the only time a Kennedy has slept in the bathroom is after they've done drugs. And on that note, on with the show. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Heisen and Michelle Wojcikowski. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. <laughs> Jeff, Michelle, how's everything on your end? Well, Tom, I'm impressed in the history of this podcast. That's your, it's the first time you've impersonated the queen. <laughs> and I this may be you... the last episode of the podcast ever as a result of that. <laughs> you just don't leave anything out, do you, Tom? <laughs> I know that you do that in your off hours. So thank you for bringing it to your podcast. <laughs> Vladimir Putin, Larry Hogan. Who else can I piss off? Well, Hogan's uh, did something today when we're taping that uh, changed what I was wanted to talk with you about, because I planned on going into a multi-layered rant about his incompetent uh, administration of the uh, vaccine distribution to his constituents. But today he opens it up. So I think he feared the power of what we might say on your podcast. I received something uh, from a friend of mine who asked if I had gotten the vaccine. I said, no, I'm not in the particular group. And she suggested that uh, all I had to do was, in short, go to Pennsylvania, tell them I was a smoker. And because that would put me at a, at a health risk, I would get the vaccine. So. Yes. 
I, I, I quit smoking 15 years ago, but I thought, well, you know, that's another habit I can pick up. Now, what's gone on with us is I got the first shot. I went to Waldorf, which is in Maryland, I found out. And it was an <laughs> easy uh, one-hour drive. Uh, but I was in and out of the uh, vaccine center at the home of the Maryland Blue Crabs, by the way, Tom. I know you, you're fond of uh, minor league baseball. They're an independent team. And I was in and out of the facility in 29 minutes, which was outstanding. But it created some tension in my house because I qualified and my wife did not. And she was, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> so that was a little Oh, awkward. she's mad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, she was definitely mad. mad. We are so pissed you don't even know. Oh, yes. Yeah, all right, man. That's yeah, like she when was we bad. say it's fine. Yeah, that's it. When we say it's fine, you better run for the hills. Yeah, you go get it. It's fine. So I said, I won't get it. I'll wait for you, honey. And she said, No, go get it. So I did. She said, That was fine. So, <laughs> I, so uh, I, it created some tension in the house, but it was eased today because. She qualified, and as of this coming Tuesday, I'll be able to make an appointment for her. Good. Michelle, Good. how about yourself? Well, other than um, having one of my dogs be sick and me near having a nervous breakdown, um, yeah, that's pretty much been my week. But what I will say is um, I've decided that I am going to get the shot probably in 2026 at this point. I even called my doctor and said, well, you know, hey, you know, Brad, my husband, I said, he's, he's got high blood pressure and I, I, um, I, I need to lose some weight. And she said, Michelle, you're healthy and you're too young. Deal with it. And I was like, you know, the only time in my life I'm desperate for a shot, you know? And while I'm happy for the people who are getting it, I got to tell you, it's really starting to tick me off when I'm looking on Facebook and people are like this, they're like holding up my glass. Hey, oh, I'm out on the back deck with my friend. Look, we can cough on each other. <coughs> Nothing, we're fine. And I am just sitting home thinking if I have to spend six more months in this house, I am gonna completely lose my mind. So. What this has done is that it, created different layers of people who could get in who couldn't and we would see that even a messed up place like Mississippi uh, was saying that up 15 and over could and different states had different rules and it relied on Americans honesty to follow the rules and, and we know how honest Americans yeah, are Jeff yeah, that, that, that's never a good uh, a good plan but fortunately you're, you're eligible at the end of April I think Oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> good luck getting it, but at least you'll be eligible. Actually, there's a really good group on Facebook called Maryland Vaccine Hunters. Yes. And they have people who volunteer to track you down um, an appointment. So I told my husband, I said, I followed this group. I joined this group on Facebook. He said, we're, we're too young to get the shot. I'm like, shut up. Don't kill my dreams. Someday <laughs> they will let us have the shot. And I will say, I need a volunteer to find me a shot anywhere. You know, it's going to be like Michelle, back alleys. Could you get me a shot, dude? I'll chip in for the cigarettes. You chip right. in for the gas money and we'll just do a caravan to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Joining us tonight to discuss COVID and recovery and all sorts of fun and wonderful topics 
Gina Brown. Hey! Hey! I Gina, to- thank you so much for uh, coming on. Yeah, for sure. I want to jump in on the COVID vaccine. I got a shot yesterday. <laughs> and I used that group, Michelle. I used vaccine hunters. Um, did you? I did because like you, I'm I'm not as I'm not as old as, you know, the the group in in Maryland right now. And um if you live in Montgomery County, which I do, we don't have enough. We're the biggest county in the state, but we've got the smallest amount of vaccines available for us. Um and I happen to know somebody that's in the vaccine hunters, but I wasn't going to take advantage like you. I was just living, you know, with my envy and (laughs) vaccine envy. I And I was comfortable with it. I was like, all right, I'll just deal with this. And, um, I saw her post something and I was like, I'd love one of those. And I was just being casual and she's like private message me. And I was like, Oh, are you serious? So I did, and she took all my information, and I didn't lie. You can't lie because you need to show ID. So she has my date of birth and everything. And um, she found in less than thirty minutes, she found me an appointment. And and I didn't want to have to drive to Southern Maryland either. Um, and I didn't. I I drove out to Bowie, oh, and good. I was okay with that. Good. Yeah. So I'm not. I won't. I'm not going to post any deck pictures, drinking or beving. Yeah. But plus, I'm only one show. Because I know you, and I will be all over that shit. (laughs) I know. I I mean, honestly, I don't. Stop bragging. I I am stuck in the house. (laughs) I don't really want to see people anyway. I've loved this pandemic excuse. (laughs) But Gina, even though you and I have gotten the first shot, we won't cough on each other. We will not. We will. Maybe at the end of April, I'd be willing to cough on you if you'd be willing to cough on me. Ooh. And it took a cakey turn and it wasn't due to Tom. How did that happen? I'm losing my touch. Yeah, evidently so. so anyway, hello. <laughs> the stimulus is supposed to help some of the more economically disadvantaged areas. Among them where help is needed the most is Appalachia which is usually among the first to take a hit when the economy goes south and takes the longest to recover. CNN sent a reporter to Mingo County, West Virginia, where Donald Trump received 85% of the vote to get their reaction to the bill's passage. Economic life has long been challenging in the mountainous towns of West Virginia coal country. The COVID outbreak has made things much worse. Here in Williamson, West Virginia, the seat of Mingo County, the COVID relief bill is a huge relief for so many people. I'm excited about it. You know, anytime you can help areas depressed as Mingo County and West Virginia and give people $1,400, hopefully that'll, that'll, it's going to help a little bit. Help you? Uh, yes, sir. Help me. Yeah, me and my wife. This is the mayor of Williamson, Charlie Hatfield, who is an ancestor of the famous Hatfield family that feuded with the McCoys in this very area back in the late 1800s. The conservative Democratic mayor, who doesn't want to reveal if he votes Democratic or Republican in national elections, does reveal he very much likes this bill. I think it's a good thing. And I can tell you from what I'm seeing, that the city alone will probably get about a million dollars. And what proportion of your budget is that? Oh, it would represent almost a third. You know, it's, yeah. So this is big money. It's big money. We did meet a couple of people in town who agree with Republicans in Congress who all gave the bill a thumbs down. I don't like none of the stuff they're doing right now. There's a lot of waste in the, in the money. But almost all we talk to here feel differently. 
Shiran Ray Justice has a disability and hasn't been able to find a job. How do you feel about the fact that no Republican senators voted for this COVID relief bill? They all said no to it. Yeah, that's, that's some bull, that's some hogwash bullshit. I mean, they should, I mean, I apologize for my language, but they should uh, loosen up a little bit, you know what I mean? We asked Mayor Hatfield what he'd like to do with this million dollars or so. He says they've had serious infrastructure problems here, so he'd like to take a big chunk of the money, improve the roads, improve the overpasses, and also fix up the underperforming water system and sewer system. Watch your language, because that little man of TV that goes beep might be sleeping. <laughs> the favorite part of that was he started to say bullshit, and then he pulled back, and then he said it anyway. <laughs> he doubled down. Yes. <laughs> if you're in Mingo County, you might as well go hog wild with it. <laughs> when are they going to come down to Mingo County again? Right. You get the chance to say bullshit on television, you say bullshit on television. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if it's CNN, which they don't recognize as a real news channel. So <laughs> as they, yeah. if you're going to say bullshit, you're not going to say it on Fox or OAN or one of those channels. No, you're going to be let, proper. <laughs> now let's see if Gary Tuckman goes back in two years uh, to follow up and ask that guy who we voted for. I know he's like, he didn't want to admit who he voted for. Whenever you don't admit, I mean, Democrats it are means so he voted for Biden. Bad. It means he voted for the Democrats. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. It does not take a rocket scientist. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I love that one guy's reaction. Uh, that guy in the pickup truck. He's like, well, I didn't know what was, but his, his mumble mouth explanation <laughs> was probably... Like the most that made the most sense of any of the opposition to the bill I've ever heard. Right. Well, and didn't, I, didn't you recognize him? That was Boomhauer off the King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand him. And I think the reporter did an amazing job because I think he was I know, like, this isn't going to get better. I'll, it's not going to get better. We're just going to go with it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there was a senator who voted against the bill, but of course tweeted his uh, support for the benefits as they so often do. Uh, <laughs> Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi, uh, independent restaurant operators have won $28.6 billion worth of targeted relief, uh, helped to adopt the operations and keep their employees on the payroll. So he's basically another uh, Republican who's taking credit for something good that's happening and he, he voted he didn't support it, which nice. therefore I believe makes him a fuckface. <laughs> That's his caucus. <laughs> That's his caucus. He caucuses with the with the uh, uh, f face uh, group. No, that that the height of hypocrisy there. Congratulations on the independent restaurant operators gaining uh, billions of dollars of targeted relief that I didn't want them to have. Oh, it's painful. Anyone who thinks financial relief would be welcomed with open arms, no matter what strings are attached, has clearly never studied the shit-hitting-the-fan mentality of Americans, as we can see in this local news report about one state's reaction to the stimulus bill's provision. 
And Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced that he's suing the Biden administration over its $1.9 trillion relief package that was signed into effect last week. So in a release, Yost said that he's filed a motion for a preliminary injunction against part of the American Rescue Plan Act, which he says threatens to withhold needed federal funds from Ohio in an effort to, quote, handcuff the state's authority to make changes to its tax structure and economic policy. Yost is seeking to bar the enforcement of the tax mandate, a provision that he claims exceeds the authority of Congress. So Ohio is expected to receive $5.5 billion as part of the relief package. Yost claims that the tax mandate forces Ohio to accept money with significant conditions, including that funds can't be used directly or indirectly to offset tax cuts or credits. Yost said, slipping last minute conditions into a plan meant to help people that instead handcuffs Ohio is why people don't trust the government and it almost always leads to constitutional mischief. It's like the, the reason that people don't trust the government is because people like like this guy go in and, and keep fucking it up. Mischief. Mischief is the best. Right. <laughs> you son of a bitch, not you, Tom. This guy <laughs> is using tax dollars and, and same thing with Texas and other states because they want to be able to shift the money around and make give tax cuts to corporations and their rich friends and the and the uh, bill the stimulus properly has restrictions to prevent jackasses like him from doing that so good luck in court oh jeff said ass he said everything jeff said everything <laughs> All the words. <laughs> it took a dozen podcasts. Hi, I work Tom. clean, but son of a bitch asses. Put that on the Patreon, Tom. <laughs> yeah, really. This is really to- only the only. This is the only reason I started this podcast was to try and just break as many uh, comics and of my guests as possible. <laughs> break the clean ones down. <laughs> I hate the competition. I know. <laughs> If there is one area to which people in power have become adept, it is dividing working Americans on the lower end of the economic spectrum between those who want a higher wage and those who have been hoodwinked into thinking everybody making more money seems to mean they will somehow get less. This Civil War-style conflict between various members of the struggling classes plays out in all kinds of instances, such as this, where an employee of a used car lot berates a pizza delivery driver for what may have been a simple misunderstanding. It all started when Jared Tanzi from Palace Pizza <laughs> delivered an order to FNR Auto Sales in Westport, Massachusetts. So follow the math. The total pizza bill was $42. The used car employees chipped in and gave Jared the delivery guy a total of 50 bucks. Two 20s and two fives, which means $7 left over. Jared leaves with a 50. There's disagreement about whether he said anything about keeping the change before he took off. The car lot people complained to Palace Pizza's manager. Jared comes back to return the seven bucks recorded by a camera in the car lot office. It just doesn't make sense how you, why you would hand me a bill that you were just gonna have me drive back here to give you back anyway. The man behind the desk explains he gave Jared all the money the group had collected and expected to get back the correct change. The manager apologized once for you. You want to apologize again for you? It's okay, you got your seven dollars back, so the world is right now. Oh no, it wasn't. Hey, I'll do more before I put my foot in your ass. <laughs> Someone posted the video, it went viral, the insults flew. Scummy, nasty people. FNR Auto Sales was bombarded with terrible reviews. 
Do you or someone you know want to be treated like crap? Wait. The comments got so bad, the car lot called police. By Thursday afternoon, the owner of FNR Auto Sales had publicly apologized for the actions that led to this embarrassing video. The owner offers an unspecified cash donation to the delivery man. He says the man in the blue shirt was not actually an employee and that the female employee has been fired. But will all that counteract the video? Supporters of the delivery guy even set up a GoFundMe account for Jared. It raised thousands, much of it in donations of $7, the amount of the non-tip. Wrote one supporter, once I messed with a pizza guy, haven't sold a car since. <laughs> and once they once they posted that review, do you want to be treated like crap, then this is the place for you. They were on the receiving end of a class action lawsuit by every single dominatrix in that county. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. I should guy. say I should say for legal purposes that didn't actually happen. Yet. But the guy, other guy didn't even work there. And then the, he creates all this stuff. The woman gets fired. But was she trying to put the foot up the... She was the let, one who said put the Gina, foot up your ass. Yeah. Gina, that's a good point. She's standing there in her coat and she's the employee. Right. The guy in the blue shirt without his coat, <laughs> without a coat, is sitting at the desk in front of a computer. <laughs> but he doesn't money. work there. He doesn't work there. What's going on there? He manipulates it so that she gets fired. <laughs> you know, I just I just want to point something out. Having been in honors math in high school, if you noticed the uh, announcer, you know, the on-air personality, originally said that the pizza bill was $42. Mm-hmm. And they gave him $50, mm-hmm. which was leaving a $7 tip where did the other dollar go i don't know car dealership so that went to rust proofing the pizza box right (laughs) hopefully when this is over uh after michelle gets the vaccine and after tom returns from from pennsylvania uh, (laughs) we can uh remember this when we greet our wait staff yeah. Restaurants and bars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. And they say you're, they, they instill in you when you take these jobs that, you know, the customer is always right. But credit to the driver. I mean, he he called out the fact that is he gave him two 20s and then two fives. Yeah. Like, why would you give them an unnecessary bill? Right. An extra five. That makes no sense unless they can't add either. Guy who didn't work there was like, I just gave you what they gave us. <laughs> like he was clueless. <laughs> I think the real takeaway from this is that people who work at car lots are assholes. Yes. And bad at math. Unless you're the guy who sold me my truck and are listening to this podcast, in which case you rock. <laughs> and the next mechanic I need. Right. With the end of the pandemic in sight, we may begin to see a downturn in instances of anti-maskers not wanting to comply with the wishes of private businesses. Cell phone footage like the kind I'm about to play may soon become relics of a time when life or death struggles provided some sense of self-affirmation. Get your hands off of me! You are kidnapping me! I will person. What is your name? 
I'll give you money. Take it, no, outside. take your hands off of me. You are ma'am. you don't have the right, sir. Ma'am. Get your hands ma'am. off me. I've done nothing wrong. I am not a criminal. Get your ma'am. hands off of me. Don't you go behind me. You need to read the Constitution. You need to read the Constitution. Get your hands off of me. You don't have the right to do this. You yes, take a depiction of this. This is so illegal. You take your hands off of me, sir. I'm not a criminal. I've done nothing wrong. And I'm asking you to get your hand off of me. I'm asking you. You're violating my personhood. I have my First Amendment right. Look at this. You get this. You get this. I'm asking him to take his hand off of me. He has no right to kidnap me. This is kidnapping. You are. Let go of me. Let go of me. I'm happy to step out. This is the this is because the police department are ignorant of the constitutional rights. This is why this man has his hand on me uh-huh. and he's on my personhood and I have the right to protect my personhood. No sir, take your hand off of me. I have done nothing wrong. Take a picture of these guys. Stop it! You cannot arrest me! I've done nothing illegal! I have done nothing illegal! Stop it! I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but uh, that poor cop, like that, that, that woman was screaming that her personhood was being violated. Like you're violating that police officer's eardrums. I know everybody's. Oh my God, you're so good. Man, look at, you're violating my First Amendment rights to not wear a mask and infect everyone in a I mean, private place. In a private place. In a, in a, in a private place. Exactly. One they, thing that we, if we've learned one thing, is that as, as if we didn't know this, people are damn stupid. When you hear people say Twitter is violating Trump's uh, constitutional rights of free speech. No, it's a private forum. It's privately owned. They don't have to do business with him. They don't have to do business with Karen, who has her mask off. That's the rule. Trader Joe doesn't have to let you in without a mask. You moron. I love that she said you're kidnapping me because all I, I can now, oh, you're so white. And I'm so sorry <laughs> because I would love to just say you're kidnapping me. They shoot me right at the right where my mouth was <laughs> like, come well, on. at the end where she was praying to Jesus, it would have been perfect if those police officers had opted not to put her in the car but instead tire to a cross just put that cross <laughs> right outside the coffee shop. I thought he was going to say like, if they all started to get on their knees and pray as they were doing the handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Say, you know what? Karen, Jesus called. He doesn't believe your bullshit. Right. I have a direct. No. He said, put in it, put a, Put a me damn mask on. Right. You know? <laughs> Karen, not even Jesus is going to save you. Oh, my gosh. And on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Jeff Heisen, Michelle Wojcikowski, and Gina Brown. Yay. Thank you, Tom. But before we go, my final thought. Lou Ottens, the inventor of the cassette tape, passed away earlier this month. 
They did everything they could to bring him back, but unfortunately, taking a pencil to his intestines wasn't the proper thing to do. Reportedly, he left his will and testament, but no one knew what it was, as it was taped over. When someone heard what they felt was a really kick-ass live version of Any Way You Want It by Journey. (laughs) Good night. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen and Michelle Wojcikowski and guest Gina Brown. Theme music by Euron Vandenberg. Executive producer Tom Myers. Executive producer for IPM Nation, Matt Connerton. For more information, visit tommyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Race. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.